0: You know how interesting it might be if you've never tried it before to use this time that we have right now being on lockdown or stay at home order or whatever this is that we're going through. What is this now? Day eight. OK, it's where we are now. So I wrote this little article about, you know, you might want to consider OBEs being right for you. And then producer Tony, you know, he's asking about what is this now? Wednesday night, I think. Ooh, I think. Yeah. And he says, well, what are you wanting to do on Wednesday night? I said, well, I would sure like to do some astral travel open lines. Let's do that. Let's ask the folks out there in the middle of the night. Let's ask the night people. Can you astral travel? And I thought that would be a lot of fun. And then we're checking the email. And here comes Marilyn Hughes. Just the absolute most perfect guest. So she is going to join us after the bottom of the hour break. And... I have some splaining to do, some housekeeping to do. <laughs> oh, and I really don't like doing this stuff. I really don't. You know, and we are about to have this sweet, intelligent, articulate, you know, generous young lady about to come on the show and talk about all of this beautiful spirituality and I have to talk about something kind of ugly, you know, before we get to that. So it's it's weird. It's weird. But you guys have been writing me all day, all night, expecting an explanation, and I will deliver that to you. But first, I want to go to the looking glass, like I always like to do. Hmm. Such a shame. Such a shame. I guess it's just against the laws of physics to you know, transform a looking glass into a wormhole. I guess those two things are not compatible, apparently. So let us take a look into here. Uh, Chris in Richmond says, I hope you're feeling better. Heather, good to hear you. Thank you. Uh, I'm taking all kinds of home remedies, everything I can think of, colloidal silver, garlic, hot peppers, uh, determination, <laughs> uh so uh not feeling better really but i'm here i'm here i can breathe i can walk you know got cleaned up made a pizza made a homemade pizza that did some good made a fresh pot of coffee and here we are so bill bill my buddy bill bill in the looking glass says the name of the show is not important you being the host is oh man god thank you have a great night, pretty lady, in the kingdom of Nye. All right. Bob says here, uh, well done, playing Rush. Uh, now we need to get you to listen to some Kansas to share with the writers. I should send you some CDs. Have fun again tonight. Look forward, not back. Uh Yes, one thing I did to help cheer us all up is I... I whipped up some new bumpers for the show that we'll play on uh, tonight. Some stuff, some of those songs are a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, you know, one of those is Closer to the Heart by Rush. Beautiful song. And uh, and actually, speaking of Kansas, I do have, in the bumper catalog, I do have one Kansas song. I just don't play it very often because it's kind of a special song. Let me flip through here. I just, I know I've got, here we go, Dust in the Wind. I've got Dust in the Wind. So maybe we'll play that tonight. Uh, But I do love all those old bands. Uh, Boston, Foreigner, Foghat, Kansas, love all that stuff. Thank you very much, Bob. And if you want to send some CDs of more Kansas, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, Vaughn. He says, I just missed Rush. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's always, I'm always going to be playing music. I'll be playing it tonight on the show anyhow. Uh, From the Code Ninjas, they say this, no matter what has happened, the ninjas are behind you all the way. We love you and we're here for you for whatever happens. All right. Shane from Alabama says, I just saw the news about MITD. I'm so sorry to hear that. But I'm kind of glad at the same time you have done a tremendous job on your own. And the show content has been excellent. Art would be proud. As I have told you before, do what you want to, girl, when you want to do it. We will be here to listen. Well, you know, that, that really is what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Rick here says, uh, just subscribed. Now you have all my support. I hope you're feeling better. Keep positive thoughts. Well, you know, I'm doing my best on that. You got to keep up your sense of humor, too, in times like this. And then he says here, I mean, really, Tim Osman? Way to put the pedal to the metal of an impending train wreck. Well, hey, Rick, Rick said it, not me. Uh, Anthony and Pollock Pine says, I don't know what happened, but keep going strong. Well, that we are definitely going to do. All right. Now, let me get to the ugly part so we can get this over with. Get this over with. But one thing I I wanted to say before I even dive into the ugly here is that I uh, am absolutely overwhelmed by the generous and warm support from all of you uh, it was a, it was, you know, we got into a l- little bit of a mess here, didn't we? So, what happened? What happened? First of all, there will be no more internet networks. Full stop. <laughs> what we are going to do is my original plan. We are going to do our very, very best to get on the XDS satellite you know, the inside baseball radio term, as we call it, the Big Bird. So we are going to do our very, very best to get on the Big Bird, which really just takes money, and we'll deal with actual affiliates or, you know, maybe down the road a uh, radio group or something like that, a terrestrial radio group. No more Internet networks. Not happening. Okay, so... Uh, let me go down the reasons why this sort of went south. I should tell you though, last night I came on the air. We talked with Nurse Jackie. Uh, she is an awesome lady. We talked to Carl in on uh, up in Canada. And he runs a telephone company, helps to run a telephone company and an Internet service provider. We were getting updates from them on what's going on out there. And, and then we got into some paranormal stories, and it was it was a lot of fun. Nice and mellow, easygoing night. I get off the air. And it's funny because I told producer Tony, I had a funny feeling. And I told producer Tony before I went on the air last night... Hey, you know, I got a funny feeling, and if the deal is gone by the time I get off the air tonight, don't worry about it. You know, I can kind of feel this coming. And I get off the air, and, of course, uh, we always have a little meeting, producer Tony and I, after every show. So I call him up, and uh, and I just asked him, so do we still have a deal? And he goes, uh, w- um, No. <laughs> So producer Tony did his best to uh, talk some sense, but apparently it fell on deaf ears. So what went wrong? What went wrong? Well, let me count the ways, shall I? And this is the ugly part. So the network wanted me to use untested guest hosts. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, wanted me to drop the audio quality, uh, f- down from 64K to 48K. We're not doing that. They don't have a music license. Uh, can't tell you all the things that are wrong with that. I've got my ASCAP, I've got my BMI, you know, I'm covered. I have permission to use the commercial music that we use. And I also have permission, in case anybody wonders, to put it in our archive. And if we make a Kingdom of Nye app, we can also, our license covers us to use the commercial music on the app as well. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. They're coming up with the times from, you know, offering something to Internet broadcasters such as ourselves. Okay. One of the most important things that went wrong is the network somehow cannot pick up my stream even though my current affiliates don't have a problem picking up my stream. uh, For some reason, Dark Matter has a hard time picking up my stream, and they wanted to, instead of me sending out the transmission to them, they wanted to pull the transmission from their link. Well, what that does is that cuts out all of my quality control on the audio, is what that does. And um, no, we're not doing that. All right. What else? Oh, their phone system did not work, which means I can't use the liners that Ross Mitchell made, which is a tragic waste of Ross Mitchell's time and talent. Pretty sad. Uh, The network wanted to go to 10 o'clock at night from 10 to 2 a.m. Oh, on the phones, they also wanted to use a call screener. And I said, no, we, we don't do that. They insisted that I go 14 days in a row live, didn't even look at the calendar. If you look at the calendar, you'll realize that you can do 12 days in a row live or you can do 19 days in a row live, uh, but you can't really do 14. If you do 14 days in a row live, then when you take your two days off, it's going to be a Monday and a Tuesday right at the beginning of the week. None of this is making any sense. Okay, let well, hey, I'm not done here. Uh Well, and by the way, on the 14-day thing, uh producer Tony, I- I- he will not let this happen. Even some of our affiliates got in touch with uh, with us and said, you're not letting her do that, are you? Uh Even the affiliates, as much as they love the show, they don't want me to do that. Producer Tony absolutely forbids it. He put his foot down. He said, I'm not letting you do this. You're just not doing this. If I have to drive out to the house and... Keep you out of the studio. You're not doing that. It it was the network. They insisted that I do 14 days in a row live. Why? Why? For subscriptions. That's why they wanted me to do that. Okay. All right. And I really should just say what it is. It was my buddy Rubini. These are all his ideas. Uh, You know, and he, he is a mad dog, but maybe just, you know, maybe something has happened from... When I knew him to now, I don't know. I really don't know. So they also wanted me to shut off the Kingdom of I'm serious. Just turn it off. And I said, no, we're not going to do that. They wanted me to have guests on talking about the flat earth and the fake moon landing and then start getting into all this conspiracy material, which you guys know, I don't really enjoy that. Very much. Uh, they already started to drive a wedge between producer Tony and I. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> you know, already recruiting him to do the network's job. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, and and well, kind of the number one number one reason is that Keith is still involved. I was told Keith was not involved. Apparently, Keith is involved. And one of the stipulations of all of this agreement to host Midnight in the Desert was, you know, you can't talk about Keith on the air, good or bad. Can't talk about him. Well, guess what? At the Kingdom of Nye, I can talk about whatever I want. And I'll just say this. If Keith is involved, I don't trust it. That's That's it on that. They wanted uh, the subscriptions. They wanted your subscription money. They want the listeners, uh, but they don't want to focus, and they don't want to do the work to do this arts way. Now, arts way of doing things is, um, is a little bit more work. Because it's the right way. Uh, I like to think of it as the difference between a TV dinner and making your dinner from scratch, right? It's a little more work to make your dinner from scratch, but it's always going to taste better when you make your food from scratch with love and your own two hands, you know, and you pay attention to all the ingredients that go in and you end up making you know a masterpiece that uh, that you remember fondly and uh you know it made me realize that what uh, what i have built here the kingdom of Nye, uh that belongs to us <clears throat> that belongs to me and and you it's us that's what this is for and nobody can take that away the way i have built this We are 100% independent, so what do we need an Internet network for that's just going to come in and take a piece of the pie? It's kind of like just having somebody walk into your house and grab your wallet and say, you know, I I think I'm just going to take some. I mean, the network even wanted me to uh, turn over some of the uh, subscription and advertising money that the show has has made so far. I'm serious. They did. I said, N- no, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. So these things all started adding up and adding up and adding up. And then last night we thought, you know, I did, maybe they're just like not ready to do this. So we thought, like I said last night, I said we're going to give the network a little bit of time to get ready for us. And then when they're ready to take us and we're ready to sort of switch things and blend things, uh, then we will absolutely do that. I mean, I did say, I said yes. I'd love to be hosting Midnight in the Desert. I really would. I'm so sorry, you guys. I really, I really am sorry how this whole thing turned out. And uh, and I apologize for all of the confusion. And last night when producer Tony and I were going, okay, how do we unravel this and put it right again? We decided, you know, maybe the best thing to do is to just get back to normal as quickly as possible and stay back to normal. Uh, I really don't know what else to do and just try to put it all out of my mind. I mean, it's just another letdown really is. Um and mostly, I feel bad uh and want to apologize to everybody out there, to all of you um your the listeners out there you don't you know you don't need any of this I didn't need any of this uh and we don't we don't uh, we are just fine, we are just fine right here. Doing our own thing night after night and uh, there's plenty of room on the air for everybody. You know, everybody wants to have their venture out there. Go right ahead and, uh, you know, knock them out. I'm not going to stop anybody. Um, but that, that is the deal. That is the deal. One of the terms that I kept hearing over and over again in the past, I don't know, what was this now, two or three days. I mean, that was quick, wasn't it? That was pretty quick can't even last a couple of days. But one of the terms that I kept hearing over and over again was maximize the profits, maximize the profits. We're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to sell products and we're going to sell merchandise and on and on and on and on. And I keep waiting to hear something about are we going to do a good show? What about that? You know, and I keep asking, so how are we sending out the audio? I'm just curious of how that is going to be done. And can you raise up the audio quality to at least sixty four K, I mean at the very, very least. Um and so it's just it's just a shame. And it's just sort of tragic and a bummer and all of those things. I just oh Uh, And then and then this amazing guest just lands on us, Marilyn Hughes. Uh, I really am looking forward to speaking with her. And just when I was in the mood for Astral Travel, here she comes. I thought that was a lot of fun and really, really cool. So I'm so looking forward uh, to her coming on. And now that I have laid some of this out, I was really afraid of doing any of this because I didn't want to get on and ramble about it. Uh wanted to make it clear to you guys uh what the what the points were that I was concerned about when it comes to the show. And I apologize that you have to hear any of this behind the scenes stuff at all at all. To me it just feels uh just very unprofessional all the way around. Uh all the way around. I don't like it. I really don't. Uh, so let's see here. I want to check back with the looking glass and see uh what you all have to say. Dave in Santa Fe says, I'm so glad you didn't join the dark side. <laughs> really? Are they the dark side? Now that's, that's something he says. uh The kingdom of night is the best show out there. It's a pure thing. And Hey, I'm going to do, we are going to do the best we can to keep it that way. Uh, Mike in Montana says, you made the right choice, Heather. They were always going to be a hack network, no matter who owns it. Thanks, Tony, for standing with Heather and giving them the old number one. We support you. Glenn says, holy crap. Heather, you dodged a nuclear bomb by not taking that deal. Well, like I said, I went on the air last night. I said we'll give them some time to get things worked out. And then by the time I got off the air, you know, no deal. Uh So, you know, radio requires discipline and consistency. And I know I have fallen short on that in the past couple of years, and I'm working on uh correcting that. But if you can't even last a week, whew, Goodness, Uh, Richard is saying here in the looking glass, if you change to a satellite, where does that leave listeners not in the USA? Oh, don't worry. I mean, if we send up, if we if we get on the XDS satellite, you I will not take away the the streams that we have. We can do both. We can absolutely do both. Oh, no, no. I'm not leaving anybody behind. I'm not leaving anybody hanging. Uh, Ed says, no need to be sorry about it. The Kingdom of Nye is a-okay and glad that you are on. Thank you. Gosh, this is just amazing. Leslie in Washington says, I applaud you for your honor and integrity in running the show correctly as art taught you. You go, girl. Well, hey, that's the thing that gets me in trouble all the time. It really, really does. (laughs) Oh, God. Like I said, art's way is, is the right way and it's a It's a difficult way. There's more work involved if you do it art's way. Uh, You're going to be busy every day, all day long, and and probably a little bit on the weekends too. Um, But you get a better product if you do it his way. And there are a lot of rules in art's playbook that some people don't like, Uh, like not having uh, psychics on the show as a rule. Uh, not, we don't have channelers on as a rule. There, there are certain things that we just don't do, uh, and there's a particular way that we do things. And um, and I will, I will not compromise on that. Just because art isn't here, and who's to say that he isn't here? I mean, really, right? Uh, but just because his body is not here. Uh, That doesn't mean we we can now just start messing around with the rules. Uh, To me, I I won't. I won't do it. Uh, Because I don't know what I'm doing, but Art does. So I will listen to him. Uh, All right. Uh, Dan in Seattle says, The current version of your show is easily its best incarnation. You don't need them. You have yourself, Tony, and all of us. That's all you need. The show has hit a stride. This might just be a blessing in disguise. Well, you know, you always try to find the good in any situation, and the support is just absolutely, it's just, this is just... This is incredible. Keep looking ahead. Love you, Heather. That's from Bonnie. Here's producer Tony. No matter what happens, I came into this believing in you, and I'll always support you. Yeah, Tony's got something that's very hard to find uh, in this day and age. He's got honesty, and he has got loyalty and talent. He's smart. He knows computers. Uh, he's very good with people, Uh and and he works for me not some network. So I do apologize to all of you about the whole entire mess. And what we're going to do is get back to normal just as quickly as possible and stay there, which is kind of Abbey normal for us. You know, normal for everybody else is something else. For us, it's the Abbey normal. That's where we are. And so, like I said, I just decided to whip us up some new bumpers to Cheer us all up, and here we go. We got to run into a break, and when we return, Marilyn Hughes will join us to talk. Built a beautiful fire. Ah, uh,
1: piece of cake. Just rub two sticks together. You You're know? the man rubbing sticks. <laughs> yeah, rubbing sticks. <laughs> I'm lying. What? I didn't use two sticks. I know. You used your cool new Zippo utility lighter. Well, how come you let me go on about it? Because I wanted you to feel like the man. Yep, I'm the man. <laughs> You're the man. Yep. Oh, and you have a spider on your shirt. Don't get it off me. Get it-, it off.
2: Spiders are scary, but Zippo's rugged new outdoor line has everything you need to start a fire
1: Uh, it's just a fuzzy oh get that off to it no it's a spider fuzzy jiffy lube presents the tricycle rider today's adventure the highway one problem with tricycles is the streamers at the end of the handlebars i see them flying like that and i think i'm going fast i can pass that tractor trailer Uh, oh okay that was that was stupid put off regular oil changes and you might be looking for a new ride Your local Jiffy Lube owners make it easy to take care of your car. Come into Jiffy Lube for an oil change today. They make you in the garage with power tools? Surprise. They gave her life. Just like
0: Frankenstein,
2: except cuter. Now, she's turning their lives, their minds, and their house upside down.
0: What's going on? It's
1: purely
2: sexual. That's the truth, baby. Universal Pictures presents Weird Science, written and directed by John Hughes. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Starts Friday at select theaters. If you've traveled some around the country, chances are you've heard a lot of talk about talk radio. idea that the government is better able. But we thought you might like to hear the sound of talk radio in other parts of the world in Kigali in Sarajevo in Beijing fact is the right to speak your mind to agree or disagree with principalities and governments is a unique American privilege at 770 KKOB we're proud to provide you a platform for that privilege every day of the week so go ahead Step up to the telephone and talk to the world. Thanks for taking my call. I feel...
1: 770-KKOB, Albuquerque. Here's some sound advice. Don't buy a new car with an old radio. Make sure it's got HD radio. Hear more stations and CD quality sound with no monthly fees. Be sure the car you're buying is fully equipped. Ask your dealer about HD radio. Discover it at hdradio.com
2: Wendy's 649 Night Owl Combo presents Hangry Monster.
1: Uh Uh-oh, 10 p.m. It's
0: starting. Are you okay? Look away! So hangry! Get this man a night owl combo, quick!
2: Wendy's 649 Night Owl Combo with a Dave's Hot and Juicy Cheeseburger, Small Fries, and a Drink. Available after 10 p.m. for a limited time of participating Wendy's. Taxes extra.
1: Ugh, much better. Really? You ripped your shirt? Wendy's. Mm.
2: Your night just got better. You need brake pads? We have brake pads. Like dependable brake pads, quieter brake pads, longer life brake pads, and performance brake pads. At AutoZone, we have all the brake pads you need, so you can get the job done right. Get in the zone, AutoZone.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? <laughs> Ooh. It does. Doesn't it? Oh, I'm so ready to do this. All right. <laughs> oh, Marilyn Hughes founded the Out-of-Body Travel Foundation in 2003 with a mission to reduce spiritual hunger and physical hunger worldwide. Now, Marilyn has written 100 books, 40 magazines, and 18 CDs, all on out-of-body travel and comparative religious mysticism. Now, these books, along with accompanying music and art, are all available for free. Now, how many guests tell you that? That doesn't happen very often, right? Are all available for free to download on her website, outofbodytravel.org. Marilyn has experienced, researched, written, and taught about out-of-body travel and mysticism since 1987 Anne has appeared on innumerable radio and television programs to discuss her thousands of -of out-of-body experiences. And I hear a little birdie tells me uh, that she was on with Art Bell, I think, in 1992 or 1994 or sometime in the 90s. And I got to dig in my archive and find that show now. I uh, really is a treat and a strange synchronicity to welcome Marilyn Hughes to the program tonight welcome to the show it's so nice that you could join us tonight thank you heather i'm gra- i'm really glad to be with you well this is very strange you know there's something at work here uh, because it was just it was just after monday night's show i wrote this article for the telepath And I suggested people try out-of-body travel in this time that none of us can leave our houses. And then <laughs> producer Tony, he says, what do you want to do, you know, for a Wednesday night? And I said, God, you know, I just want to do some good old open lines about astral travel. And we put it on the website like that. And then look at this. Who is this? Marilyn Hughes. Who is this? Oh, my God. org. What in the world? Oh, my God. The perfect guest. Yeah, you are the perfect guest. Just landed on us out of nowhere. How does that happen? Do you, you're the spiritual mystic, you've studied this. (laughs) Do you know how this stuff happens, a perfect synchronicity like that?
3: Well, you know, I, I explained to your producer that I had just received an email from Gustavo in Venezuela shout out to Gustavo and the Aponte family our foundation has been trying to uh, send assistance to the Aponte family who's struggling with the you know the reign of Maduro down there for a while and um, he had sent me an email and said hey have you ever talked to Heather Wade and I was like well no I guess I'll send her an email <laughs>
0: Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> and literally, I sent you an email at the exact same time, so I think there was some kind of synchronicity going on.
0: Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. And gosh, just listen to you. You're just full of energy, positivity, you know, you got the mojo going on It's the first <laughs> time we've ever talked. And, uh you know, maybe after the show, just, you know, as a little treat that uh, maybe it'd, it'd be funny just to send you that article I wrote for the telepath because I'm like, what am I going to write about? What am I going to write? Everybody's locked in their houses. Hmm. Let me see. Could I do something different? You know, I looked at what everybody else is doing. Ah, let me see. What can I do? You know, I don't hear people talking about out of body travel nearly enough. And everybody, you must notice this right now. You notice how during this pandemic, everybody's talking about this is some sort of a spiritual reset or, or we're, we're turning inward and looking at ourselves and it's a paradigm shift uh you know have you noticed this happening oh yeah
3: and um and i think that, that that's part of the purpose of it um but you know not to minimize the pain and suffering that's going on as a result right. of it yeah uh but you know the um the uh instant you know everyone's in instant meditation and contemplation against their will is almost ironic you know <laughs> you have The entire world I I mentioned to your producer how you have the entire world all doing the exact same thing at one time at this you know (laughs) how often does this happen? Never. Yeah, and so you have this great opportunity for people to actually do some of the spiritual work and some of the spiritual practices that have been neglected, and that, that actually is part of the purpose of it. It forces us into uh, a bit of a, well, like you put it, a spiritual reset, but it also uh, brings us all into a different kind of communion in the sense that uh, people are also learning to hone into some of these spiritual gifts that uh, many of us are not as uh, – you know they're not as available to a lot of people on a regular basis in their normal lives. But now that everyone is in isolation, um, there is this uh, touching into for people who may not have done so before. You know, for the, for those of us who have mystical um, experiences and gifts and abilities, you know, we try to do this as part of our practice, but. For people who may not have experienced it before, they're starting to experience it without um, maybe even really knowing what it is or even without trying. And they're they're experiencing universal consciousness or universal mind. They might not even know what it is that they're feeling. Yeah, you know, and so some of what they're feeling is going to be reflected in all that's going on around us. And so I mean there's a lot of things that you can talk about with that because. We have a lot of people who are undergoing death, so we're all going to be touching into that. That's going on worldwide. We have a lot of people who are undergoing a great deal of suffering and who are fighting to come back, and we also have the uh, the grieving of many souls who are uh, losing loved ones unexpectedly and sometimes very suddenly. Oh yeah. And. And then we have that uh, generalized sadness that comes over the universal vibration that is now being felt by all of humanity because of this condition. And so people feel this general depression and sometimes they actually attribute it only to themselves or, you know, gee, I'm feeling so depressed. Why do I feel so even more depressed than I normally would? Part of that's coming from the fact that they are becoming more sensitive to what's happening all of all across uh, humanity's energy right now, which ironically is you know their spiritual attributes are awakening and that's why they're able to feel it. And that's happening through the isolation and the quarantine and the the silence that people are, you know, being forced to experience. Yeah. So it has a kind of an unintended consequence, except when you look at it from the standpoint of, okay, is there a God's mysterious way happening here? Which mm-hmm. I would say, yes. You know, there's always there's always a mysterious way happening in every event, and you know, God brings good things out of uh, everything, even the dark things and the difficult things. So, you know, so yes, there's an Uh, This is probably an intended consequence. It's bringing people back to exactly what you mentioned, which is this uh, consciousness of the other that has been lost a great deal in modern society.
0: Oh, it sure has. I mean, that was – one of the things I was trying to talk about one of these nights, they're all starting to blend together here. Uh But I was talking about, you know, we're out of touch with each other. Uh You know, mm-hmm. let's get in touch with ourselves spiritually. Yes, but let's also get in touch with each other. You know, put down the phone and look at the person across the table in the eye. Right. You know, right. It's just talk to them. We're all looking for things to do, you know, to occupy our, our free time that we have. And I suggested, how about maybe let's talk to each other? I know that's a wild idea. It's crazy.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know, for people in, in my generation, that's something that we go back to what we remember as being, one of the great things of you know you know 30 40 years ago that was you know before all the electronics took over and and it is something that we want to bring back because we're losing so much of our humanity by allowing the electronics to take over and, you know, but there's also, so, you know, a lot of people are either quarantined by themselves or with another person, mm-hmm. but there's, there's this dual thing where it's talking to whomever you might be with. Um, you know, it's interesting too, because you see, uh, I'm in an apartment complex and you see people talking now across and stuff which you never saw oh,
0: before i know, you know? I, yeah i keep reading about that people talking from across the street and having yeah. <laughs> training their dogs you know training their golden retrievers to take the neighbor a bag of groceries i mean there are some good things coming out of all of this tragedy Uh and yeah. it's a strange very strange time i mean the word that i hear most often lately is This is just surreal, you know, and it is, it is surreal, but we all feel change in the air.
3: Yes, and you know, one of the things that people don't realize about that change in the air is that uh, a virus is the result of a a shift in energy. Um, You know, um, as mystics, one of the things that we experience in the out-of-body travel state is that what we go into is energy as it is manifesting in, uh, other realms before it hits the ground. So a virus that's hitting the ground on this level would be like, uh, going back to the, let's just, it's, this is just a visual example, but at the time of, uh, the Exodus during the time of Moses when it spoke of the dark, uh, the dark a cloud that came through Egypt as one of the uh, plagues that hit Egypt, where it was just a dark energy, mm-hmm. so what we have to think about is that that you know this happened in energy before it hit the ground, and so we know that there was a disturbance in the energy field around the earth and around humankind before it hit the ground and so we we have to take a look at that, and that 's where a lot of good time could be spent where we also put more time to looking within, and that comes with actual time spent in prayer and meditation, contemplation, spiritual reading, starting up with some of the practices that many of us have given up or stopped doing or are only doing on a minimal level, which has uh, detached us a bit from our, our spiritual life, that that is um, making us so distant from what is happening in the energy field. You know, even with the, uh, okay. we, I see, we I see. forget we, we forget that, you know, the earth is also a biological organism as a whole, you know, and it consists of many, many organisms, biological organisms, and we are just one of many. And so, you know, it's almost like the earth is t- trying to take a breath, And trying to get us all to give it some
0: room. Well, in a very, very real sense, one of the silver linings to all of this is the very clean air that's around the globe right now. And isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, I think it was just the other day that Los Angeles, California, had the cleanest air of any city in the world.
3: Oh my goodness, and that I did is, not hear this. That has never happened. That, <laughs> that is has fantastic. never happened.
0: Oh, I can't stop looking at the headlines because it's like, it's like who shifted the timeline? We've moved into some very strange now Twilight Zone timeline. But you know what you were just talking about? You were giving me goosebumps because, and my listeners can back me up on this. Several months ago, before any of this happened, we were talking about this. We were saying, can you feel feel it it's like something is headed our way and and we would muse about it on open lines and such and we would say gosh you know it's scary because remember before 9/11 we all felt something coming You know, and and we couldn't Mm -hmm. put our finger on it and and Art would talk about it. I remember listening to him in my room. You know, I, I remember I'd have the radio on and he'd get call after call of people. God, I don't know what it is, Art. I'm having dreams. It's precognition. I don't know. There's something bad. It's on its way. And we started to get that sense. And I think I even had one listener who predicted, I think, there's going to be a pandemic. And then here here it is so you say it happens in energy before it happens on the ground and yes. i you know i'm going to have a very hard time arguing with you on that point i can't no
3: yeah that's how it it works and ironically this is a concept that people learn about in out of body travel because it works this way even in our individual lives i wrote about this in a series of books i wrote called the mysteries of the redemption And there's a, uh, the third book in the series is called Medicine Woman Within a Dream, and it talks about how we can work in the alteration realms of reality, and we can see how we are setting up or creating something through our thoughts and actions and deeds that is going to hit the ground, and how um, mystics or out of body travelers can be sent in by God or by angelic beings to alter those realities when it's called for, you know, like when someone's going to set up something that might cause uh, something more severe Mm -hmm. than would be preferred. Like, for instance, if someone is going to cause something like their own death and that would not be the preferred outcome, Mm -hmm. that uh, it would be more preferred that that person survive this mistake or um, things like this where... Mm -hmm. We can see what is coming and this is where, you know, guardian angels also get involved in other ways besides the obvious that we see where we see actual intervention on the ground. These kinds of things actually occur in energy before. And, um, so it's a very fascinating subject for people who are interested in out of body travel itself because this happens individually as well. It's not just something that we see. On a mass scale like this, we see it individually, even more so um, all over the all over the world and with each of our individual lives. And so these things become very important if we're trying to um, more deeply understand where we're heading, why we're heading in that direction, and how we can alter that direction towards what we are more seeking rather than maybe. What we're, what we're directing our path towards out of habit or fear Uh or uh, something that might not be our highest desired goal. Wow. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, it does. You put that together quite beautifully. Uh, you're very articulate in explaining something that has so much, so many layers to it, so much to unpack, and it's really kind of a hard thing to grasp. You, you have a way of making it, uh, digestible, and, and I very much appreciate that. So maybe, if I'm hearing you right, maybe <laughs> something or other from somewhere as I was sitting there about to write that article and I'm going what what useful thing could I suggest to folks what can I write what could I write and a little whisper in my ear astral travel <laughs>
3: Well you know you know what is so interesting about this a lot of people do not realize that out of body travel con- truly contains the key to everything
0: oh there's so much to it there is so much to it and it's one of my favorite sort of hobbies I can't tell you that I'm good I would say I'm average you know I get out of body about, about six out of ten and and I do this quite often and uh, it is it is it is it is very difficult to put into uh the things (laughs) that happen Marilyn I you know it is just it's one of the best things about being alive there is so much there there's so many spiritual emotional resources there that are just unlimited for us to tap into and it doesn't cost a dime it doesn't cost a penny you just put a little effort into it and then pretty soon it kind of becomes effortless and there, there. Oh, God! I just probably better for you to explain it, but it's not a thing that I am unfamiliar with. I enjoy it very, very much, and I wish more people would uh, would try it because there is so much to be learned there, and, and it's almost like tailored adventure just for you.
3: It actually is. You know, everyone's journey will be tailored to them. But you know what is interesting that I have found in my own journeys and also in working with, you know, thousands of thousands of people Mm -hmm. is that there there are patterns to this, just like, you know, Dr. Raymond Moody found the patterns to the near-death experiences. There are also patterns that we see with people who have out-of-body experiences in that There is, there is a set of things that people, when they really start this path and they're going in a particular direction, like for instance, what I try to lead people to is what I call the path of purification. And you know, when I say, when I say out of body travel is the key to everything, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I
0: mean, oh, I know you're not. That's why, you know, I know for absolute sure, there is no doubt in my mind, you are the girl I want to be talking to in this moment. There is nobody else that I want to be talking to right now. Um, so path of purification, if we can hold it right there, we got to sure. run to a break. Uh, but this is this is getting so good. We are off to an amazing start. She's the the perfect, just the perfect you. We could not ask for a more perfect guest right now how does this happen you know i'm not gonna ask the questions i'm just going to grab that ball run with it and let's see because remember last night i said we're gonna get us some hope that's what we're gonna do and we're doing that tonight i want to do something useful out there i want to provide something helpful to assist in this ascension, spiritual revolution, the correction, the reset, whatever it is that we're going through right now. And and I had a sneaking suspicion that Out of Body would help. And Marilyn Hughes is here to tell us that it's the key to everything. We'll be right back tom Baudet. of all the
2: things invented in 1962 some have faded away like cassette tapes and others are still very much with us like lava lamps and motel 6 yep motel 6 is celebrating 50 years of giving travelers a good night's rest and saving you more for what you travel for but we're just getting started in fact the longer you watch us the better we get kind of like a lava lamp trippy i'm tom Baudet for motel 6 50 years and the light's still on Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men
1: of Genius.
2: Today we salute you, Mr. Horrible Injury Videotaper.
1: Mr. Horrible Injury Videotaper.
2: Like lemonade from lemons, you take human suffering and squeeze it into sweet internet hilarity. I think I broke my fibula. It takes a big man to jump off the roof of his garage, but it takes an even bigger man. To get it all on tape. Keep on rolling. Your head tells you to call the paramedics. But your heart tells you to zoom in. And try not to shake the camera when you laugh. Oh, tell me you got left! So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Horrible Injury Videotaper. Because someday, we'll all look back on this and laugh. And that day is today. Mr.
1: Horrible Injury Videotaper. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back to GEICO Radio. It's savings on the radio. Kate from Mill Valley. It's all yours.
2: Well, I'm shopping for my first car.
1: Nice. I do hope you'll choose GEICO, save a good bit of cash. Oh, what color is the car? I bet you look great in a blue car. No. Actually, I'm torn between a fuel-injected inline-six and a higher-torque turbo diesel. Yeah, that's that's quite a quandary. Um, I mean, of course, you could save either way. Yeah, but is one of them blue? Because I go with the blue one. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Panic is hitting our country through fear of catching a cruddy virus. Face masks, antibacterial soap, water, toilet paper, being purchased in mass quantities. If you want your immunity up, I call it our shields, you need Allison Advanced. One pill is equal to 35 cloves of garlic. You won't smell like garlic and it won't leave you with bad breath. 35 cloves of garlic in one pill? Yes, shields up. And when your shields are up, you're safe. Enjoy the Confidence of not having fear of a cruddy virus. Here's how to order. Log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Front page, scroll down. It'll say Big Al and Super T for savings. Or click on the immune and find Allison Advanced. Our T does a wonderful job too, just to let you know. And for added benefits, take your blood pressure reads and watch Allison Advanced love on your blood pressure. Shields up, getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com.
2: What in hell has taken over this holy place? And who on earth can stop it?
1: Somebody around here just hates priests.
2: You could be number three. Vestron Pictures presents The Unholy.
1: But I swear something is happening. It's real and I need your help.
2: Now it is unleashed. Have you ever considered the possibility that maybe there is a demon? Unrelenting.
0: You are the
2: chosen one. Chosen for one. You must fight the devil. Unholy. Dear God, what is it you will have me go? More controversial than the exorcist, more terrifying than the omen. The unholy. You haven't got a prayer. Graded R. Under 17, not admitted without parents.
0: the spiritual side of all of this. And I believe that it is just as important as the physical side. As Marilyn explained, uh, it happens in energy before it hits the ground. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Welcome back, Marilyn. We're so happy to have you on tonight. So what is the, the path of purification? I mean, I don't want to leave anything dangling the path (laughs) of purification. What is that?
3: Well, you know, it's, We we live here in this karmic realm. You know, we are in the third and fourth realm. And above us, we have realms five and above, which are lighter realms, which are realms of light. And as you go higher and higher and higher, those realms go to higher and finer frequencies of light. As you go to lower realms, you're going to go into receding realms of darkness. So you're going to be going into realms where there's... uh, various levels of purgation, purgatorial realms, and you're heading into some of the darker spaces and into some of the hellish realms. And so here we are right in the middle ground. What does that mean to us? Yeah, we are in the middle road. So we are, we are in the worlds where the Battles between good and evil take place. So we see that regularly around us in our worlds, but those battles between good and evil take place within each and every one of us as well. We also know that we have a temporary existence here, despite the fact that all of us are um, – you know, generally in denial about that. We plan for a permanent existence here. We don't think often about the fact that it is a temporary existence. The very fact that it's a temporary existence here tells us something, tells us there's something we have to complete while we're here. And so, What is this virus telling us right now? Mm -hmm. Let's get it on. Let's get going. You got some work to do. (laughs) Well, you
0: know, I'm fond of bringing up often that, you know, it may feel like you have forever, but you don't. And you have way less time than you think. And that time is the most precious resource that all of us have available to us.
3: Yes. And, you know, you brought up uh, very well just earlier about all the beautiful things that we experience in the out-of-body states—the emotions, the beauty, the uh, the accentuated um, feelings, the accentuated uh, colors, the accentuated uh, knowledge—the uh, you know there is so much. It's hard to actually put in words, as you said.
0: It is. It is. There's a myriad of sensations that go along with it as well, and I've found that to be quite addictive.
3: Yes, it is. Very, very much so. But what we do find, because we were discussing, that there's actually a little bit of a rough model that we can follow of a path of purification that people will follow once they decide that, hey, you know, I am wanting to discover and follow. Why am I here right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I realize I'm here temporarily. I'm here. It's a battle between a good and evil within my soul, it's a path of purification. That means there are things within my soul that need purification. There are things that I'm not seeing within myself that I need to recognize. So, when we are traveling out of body, this particular experience provides us with a window like nothing else can into our past lives, into our own, um, the actual things that we feel, into understanding why we feel them. Uh, what is true about what we feel and what is not actually true about that, which provides us with the opportunity to recognize and bring to the forefront those things that we need to alter or change in order to move forward. And so this becomes where we recognize where we might be making errors in our path or uh, things that are, you know, in Buddhism, they talk about things like fetters or cankers, Um, Things that are blocking our way Uh
0: Um,
3: and many, many times in our uh, journey of life, uh, we have a tendency not to put a lot of effort into seeing those things when in the reality of things in terms of why we are here, it's the most important thing we can do. Um, If you look at the writings in the ancient sacred texts of the great masters from all religions, all faiths, throughout all time, they're always going to talk about, uh, you know, the importance of a man who knows himself as being the greatest thing. The reason why is because knowing yourself is what actually frees you. And so when we open ourselves to allowing these out-of-body experiences to form, guide, and direct our path, which means those emotions are going to undergo a purification. We're going to see where our emotions can be uh, moved into a more positive and more focused direction where they might be a little bit less than healthy. We're going to see where our knowledge might be on the right track and where we might be getting, uh, getting off track. We're going to be directed exactly where we need to go. You know, we talked about before the break that everyone will be directed exactly where they need to go. There is nothing more direct. This is why it is the key. Uh, Everyone has these their own particular things within their journey. You know, they have particular guardian angels. They have particular uh, teachers in the mystical realms spiritual teachers who will take them through various uh periods of purification. One mm-hmm. thing that people don't mm-hmm. realize, a lot of people think I think that, you know, you have like one spiritual teacher that walks with you your whole life. In reality, what what I have learned in many of my uh, readers have learned because they all, you know, they a lot of them have had experiences of their own as they read my books and stuff. Is that we have many teachers. We will receive a teacher who will teach us one thing, something that we need to learn. For instance, when I begin um, in the Mysteries of the Redemption, I meet Emmanuel, who is is, is um, a teacher who uh, brings within my spirit the concept of oneness. And as I learn this concept, I am then taken to meet another teacher whose name is Kutahe, who starts on the journey towards discernment and on and on and on because it's going to go as I progress. I, another teacher will come to take me to the next level. And it really is an endless path.
0: One thing At, has to follow the other, right? You can't exactly. get, you can't skip skip Uh, Step two, you can't go from step one to step four. You have to go one, two, three. You got to go all the steps in order. Right, makes sense. And,
3: and yeah. as and as a soul is progressing, the soul will receive what I call vibrational raisings, and other other writers who have experienced these things also call them vibrational raisings, or they they speak of the vibrational state that you experience in out of body travel. But you will receive vibrational raisings through the hands of the angels or through certain spiritual teachers as you go. And your actual frequency, the frequency of your spirit, will constantly be brought higher and higher and higher. (laughs) And as this is done, you will start to go to higher and higher spheres of education, learning, and knowledge. And this takes you then to, uh, you know, to greater and greater spheres of study and you know this is this is one of the keys that um a lot of people do not understand which is knowledge is not information it is vibration and one of the things I uh, you know I tell all my spiritual counseling clients over and over again remember knowledge is not information it is vibration so as your vibration continues upward you begin to understand the things of god it, be, it's, it just becomes part of who you are because vibration brings that knowledge into you. This mm-hmm. is partly how like a near-death experiencer, when they talk about the consciousness of God and how all of a sudden they understand all things.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
3: And, you know, out-of-body experiencers have that happen too sometimes, and that's what that is. It's it's the vibration has been brought to them, and they suddenly know these things, but then what happens when that vibration is removed, they remember having understood all these things, but they don't have that with them because that knowledge was that vibration, and so the out-of-body journey, the path of purification you're taking is where you are gradually going higher and higher and higher to actually achieve those states that bring you closer to what you would experience when you're literally sitting peacefully in that mind of
0: god well you know i'm glad you you put it in such a in such a good way in such a beautiful way like that and so clearly and articulately explained uh, because when when i go on this journey myself I I find that all those things that you described, it kind of sounds like a lot of work and like you're going to have to do (laughs) all of this homework, but when you're there and you're traveling and you're encountering... Uh, different beings. I mean, I encounter loved ones uh, that that are on yes. the other side. There's so much that happens over there, and and these steps that you're talking about, people might hear this and go, "God, that sounds like a college course. I got it. This sounds like a lot of work." But it is not. It is not. It just sort of happens. It's it just brought upon sort of you. Happened. Yes, it comes over you, and then you go, what is this? What is this? Oh, this feels pretty good. And then when I come back into my body, it's like I have, uh, you know, an echo of what took place over there still within me, and it stays with me. And then I'm, like I said, addicted to it, and I want to go back over there. As soon as I get a chance, I want to go back over into that other place and feel that and get to that next level.
3: Yes, and you know, a simple way to put it is that every time you go, you're bringing a bit of heaven back to earth with you.
0: Oh, now that is, (laughs) I think that is just what the doctor ordered right now. (laughs) Uh, We could all use a little bit of that on earth, right? And then what happens if everybody starts doing this, Let's say you have, let me, let me just go totally crazy here, and let's just say we have half the population doing this. What does that do to the world? What does that do to uh, the civilization that we live in?
3: It lights it up. I <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it 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 gives a whole new meaning to your prescription, which is, you know, your prescription of everyone should consider trying this while we're all quarantined. Can you imagine the world just lighting up? Yes. In yes, a, I can. The ever-flowing, you know, yeah. glow of God. Um and so yes, that's it gives a whole new meaning to your prescription. Uh, well, so, you yeah. know,
0: something I said in the in the little article that I wrote was, if meditation is the spiritual sports car, then out of body travel is your spiritual jet plane. Yep. <laughs> yes. You know, really, let's light this thing up. Let's cook with it. You know, because oh, yes, everybody yes. talks about consciousness. Consciousness is the big hot buzz word floating around everywhere. And it seems to me the short, the shortest path if a person really wants to understand consciousness the soul the world we live in how it's all connected mm-hmm. all of these things that everybody's talking about nowadays uh just try out of body travel it will come so clear to you in very quickly if if a person were to try this and then i thought well is this ethical for me to be telling people to go out and do this uh, maybe you can help us understand is is that ethical or am i just you know sort of not looking before I leap?
3: Well, um, you know, I've got a bunch of books at my site. On uh, The first set of books on the Out-of-Body Books page is the How-To Set, and there's nine books in that series. Um, so people who are interested in learning how, take a look at those, download those. And, you know, what I would say to that, uh, Heather, is, you know, this is nothing new. You know, a lot of people have tried to put a lot of taboos on it, but this goes back to, um, you know, in Christianity, we have Catholic saints who have been uh, having mystical experiences from the beginning. Um, in the New Testament, St. Paul says, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. We know that Elijah and other prophets in the Old Testament were having these experiences. We know that in the ancient scriptures of all the world religions, these types of experiences were out-of-body experiences. In fact, um, most of the world religions were born of out-of-body experiences. That's the revelation that brought it to be. We also know that this is the same with tribal religions and um, the other types of, you know, religions that occurred around the world. Another interesting thing that we know is that the tribal religions and the shamanistic traditions that erupted in regions, you know, as far away from one another as New Zealand and the Americas, you know, and Australia and Europe, you know, and, you know, Ireland, you know, these shamanistic traditions All shot up and were so similar in their content. And what can we say about that? The only similarity as to what the only explanation, excuse me, why they were so similar is because they were touching into the same spiritual world that told them how to proceed with the way that they were practicing their spiritual traveling. So This is nothing new. We just, we do attach a lot of superstitions to this. We do know um, that people have this experience uh, at night when they're sleeping, even if they don't always remember it. And I know this also from my own experiences because as out-of-body travelers, we work on souls that are sleeping or subconscious astral souls as we refer to them sometimes, but we also know that that's the case. So people are doing this whether they're aware of it or not. So it's a natural state of being. So the ethical problem then kind of gets thrown out the window when we realize this. You know, we had Profound mystics like Saint Catherine of Siena, Saint Gertrude. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of all of them. There's so many. Uh, Saint John of the Cross, Saint Francis of Assisi. We had Rumi. Rumi, you know, was one of the greatest <laughs> mystics, uh, you know, uh, from in the whole world, and he came from Afghanistan. Um, you know, so we have, uh, you know, in all traditions, you know, we've had them in all traditions, Judaism, Buddhism, Jainism, Hinduism.
0: Oh, that's incredible. I mean, to realize that, that is just incredible. What you said about all of the, um, all of these sort of religious, uh, major religious figures in the world, they got their revelations from out-of-body experiences. Well, you know, I can't think of any better reason for all of us to try it. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, we forget that this is actually the mode the modus operandi of what was happening, you know, when these things happened, when Zarathustra had his vision visions of, you know, uh, Ahura Mazda, you know. These were um that's what this was you know it's just a it's just a vernacular thing of you know whether you call it a revelation a mystical experience an out of body experience that's what was happening you know we also have um you know a tradition that goes back of near death experiences mm-hmm. that goes back all you know all that all that way back too that, so these things have been happening from time immemorial and we have a tendency to attach a lot of superstition to them but the reality is is you know we are living in a an immortal realm and what it means to be in a mortal realm is that we're here for a short period of time and then we're gone that means souls are always coming and going and and thus uh, this awareness of the traveling of souls in and out of this realm is part of our history, it's part of our existence here and part of the reason why the bringing together of both worlds, our physical world and the overlapping spiritual world is an accelerated path to um, understanding our own personal reasons for needing this experience here and what we need to accomplish this time that we're here. Wow. It, It really helps us to get you know, get to the point of it rather than just kind of, you know, wandering around like, what am I here for? What am I supposed to do? You know, Well,
0: sure, sure. And, you know, it our lives tend to be a little more difficult or sometimes a lot more difficult when we aren't following our purpose. You know, there is a purpose. Each person, I believe, each soul has some sort of a gift. We right. all do. We have this natural effortless gift, whatever it is. Everybody's got one. And, and if we're utilizing that and we're following our purpose, suddenly life can become so much easier. It just seems like. F- Things fall into your path. Things fall into place. And then when you're going against that grain, everything seems kind of difficult. There's problems. You just can't get through this. There's another roadblock here, another one there. And it can be very difficult <clears throat> for a young person, perhaps, or even an older person. Like, what right. What should I be doing here? Where is that joy? And as you know, you know, depression, especially after all of this and during all of this pandemic, depression is the number one mental health concern worldwide. And and that is a big concern. That is a big concern. So do you think somehow all of that dissatisfaction has found its way into the energy world? And then the energy world now is responding to that.
3: Oh, definitely. And I think, I think that it's really important that we all acknowledge that, that we feel these things, you know, even, you know, I myself struggle with depression, you know, mm-hmm. and even though I've had so many beautiful, a lot of people find that shocking because I have so many beautiful experiences and stuff. But sometimes our, our lives here can be very, very confusing and difficult all those things you talked about mm. it's really important to understand that this can be especially because it's a mortal realm because we deal with the battles between good and evil within ourselves we deal with the uh, the questions the ethical the moral questions that come up for each of us and the questions of the evolution of what are we to do at, you know to to bring ourselves forward rather than what will bring us backwards or hold us still and you know one thing that I think can help a lot of people who might be listening right now during the pandemic but this can also help at any time really but this is especially true right now is you know just as like when the going back to Moses um, and the Pharaoh you know and this is just a, a real simple example that I think a lot of people can relate to is, you know, the, the mistake the Pharaoh made was he kept just kept saying no. You know, so Moses said, Okay, so you know, let the people go or you know, God'll do this. And mm-hmm. he'd say, No <laughs> You know? And so that that's why there was one plague after another and another plague. One of the things that we can do, and especially if you're struggling, you just sit down breathe and say yes i'm going to i'm going to try to process whatever this is
0: oh. to say yes okay oh, i got it i love it i love it i love it when someone can Make this stuff simple because because then when it's complicated and you have to have a special gifted expert or some, you know, you have to be born gifted in order to experience these things or understand these things, then it makes it, uh, you know, unavailable to just everybody out there. And you have made this so approachable for just anybody, everybody, anybody can understand the word yes uh we gotta run to another break um <laughs> when we come back i understand that you have had your own very dramatic experience and i don't know if it's too personal to talk about but i sure would love to hear it in your own words uh what happened to you when you first experienced out of body would you care to tell us when we come back all right all right oh Oh, I hope you guys are getting all this down. You making some notes? Don't worry. I'm recording this. (laughs) Marilyn Hughes is here. We're talking about all of her work on out-of-body travel, and it is leading us toward a spiritual revolution. Oh, this includes you, and you could start just by saying yes. It's as simple as that. We'll be right back, my friends. We'll be right back.
2: You're invited to engage your senses, transport your spirit, and boldly go where no one has gone before. The 24th century is coming to the Las Vegas Hilton. Star Trek The Experience. Feel the excitement as you beam up to the bridge of the Enterprise. Travel through space and time aboard a Starfleet shuttlecraft. And dock at the alien outpost Deep Space Nine for the finest in dining and shopping. Make your plans to be among the first in the galaxy to beam up to 24th century adventure. Star Trek The Experience. Coming soon to the Las Vegas Hilton. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Furniture Assembly Manual Writer.
1: Mr. Furniture Assembly Manual Writer.
2: Thanks to you, people everywhere can simply purchase furniture, drive it home, open a box... And go completely insane. Driving me crazy. Knowing we can't read Chinese, Dutch, or German, you thoughtfully include pictures. Pictures that look nothing like the item purchased. Dutch now. Insert piece A into slot B, peg C into hole D, then curse, cry, and smash with hammer. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh Maestro of the Manual. You make it so simple a monkey could do it—a rocket scientist monkey. One spark, monkey. Bud Light beer and ice cubes, St. Louis, Missouri. Are you intrigued by paranormal talk radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store.
1: Web Africa Internet is Dude, fast. Dude, did you just bleep
2: me? You can't say that on radio.
1: Oh, what do you mean I can't say? No. About fast? No. And. Dude. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, what about uh, effing? Yeah. Okay. Red. Visit webafrica.co.za for fibre, LTE at home and ADSL. Web Africa, effing fast internet. My name is Scott McGrath from McGrath Pest Control. I learned at a young age to do one thing and do it well. I, I kill. I never met a bug that I lied. used to squish them with my bite, they would pop, I would stop, I would mock them, I would hop up of my bike and do a dance, call it young romance, or killing trans weren't nothing in the world that could replace the smile upon my face from killing those disgraceful sons of watch them glitch and and stitches till they die, and now That watch them pop. No need for you to shop around this town for clowns when I will blow them down for the apocalypse now. If you would like to have a bug apocalypse in your home or business, then call 281 469 8240 or McGrath
0: Pest we do like our rock and roll and our disco around here.
3: I'm liking it too. <laughs>
0: it's great. Oh man, you know you got a boogie sometimes. You really That's do. Right. That's right. Well, totally right. So you you come into this. There's actually a very interesting story, as I understand, of how you came into this. You had uh, your own very profound experience, and uh, and I would I would love to hear about this. What happened to you? How'd you get acquainted with all of this?
3: so um when i was about 9 years old i had my first experience and i had never you know obviously never heard of this or any of that i had this totally you know oh gosh
0: I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's so talking to someone
3: who knows what you're saying when you're like, "Oh gosh, I don't know." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: oh yeah. (laughs) The heavens
3: open up. the The clouds are alive and swirling in front of you, you know. And and the marble staircase opens up before you. And you know, there's angels lining the sides of the staircase. And um, at the top of the staircase are two. Two thrones. One is who I perceive to be God the Father and God the Son, and you know they're 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 uh, you know they're I'm seeing them in the way that I think that. God probably felt that me, as a nine-year-old child, could perceive
0: them. <laughs> you know? so it you know? was probably very beautiful. Did this happen on accident? It was something. Was it something you tried to do? Uh, was it just a spontaneous oh, oh. thing that happened? You're playing in the yard, and all of a sudden, wait a minute! Now I'm out of my body. What's going on here? Well, like how? What happened? No,
3: it was. It was. Um, I had. Uh, I had recently moved my bedroom to the basement and I was lying in bed and it was just completely out of nowhere. Oh, and, okay. I mean I, I think I think I I'm you know, I think I might have been in ecstasy for, you know, the next two weeks. But mm-hmm. it was you know, so I'm you know, I'm moving up the staircase towards towards uh who I perceive to be God and Jesus. And there's like a, a vision within the vision, um and it's just You know, there's this awe. There's this, it's, the beauty, you know, is just, um, and the vibration of it is just so overwhelmingly high and beautiful and awe inspiring. And it's, it's, you really can't totally explain it, but it's just, you know, the clouds are moving. The, you know, the angels are made of light and their, their particles shimmer um you know they're like golden light um and um
0: and also that great sensation of freedom being out of your body that comes yes, with that
3: absolutely yeah. yes and you vibrate you know what i mean you vibrate too you know your spirit mm-hmm. when you you know when you leave your body you start vibrating and a lot of people don't know why um but I'll just tell you real quick. It's because your um, physical body vibrates at a lower vibration than your spiritual body does. So you immediately, that's the vibration that you're feeling when you're separating that a lot of people will feel. It's a totally different vibration. So you're clicking into spirit mode there. And then, you know, as you continue to travel, the vibrational raisings I talked about earlier. But as I'm moving up the staircase, I'm seeing this uh, it's like a vision within a vision, but it's like a, almost like a screen. And, um, on the screen, I'm being shown, uh, some difficult things I'm going to face in my childhood and my young adult life. And then, um, I'm hearing. Uh, like the Lord is speaking to me, but it's kind of like an, it's exterior, but it's interior at the same time. Yes. Yes.
0: It's so hard to tell the difference. Is this within or without or, but there's no mistake that you're hearing that you're communicating with something. And it's, it's very, it's, it's quite amazing. So God, I can't, you know, this is, so wonderful to hear about. It really is. So uh, did, did you understand at the time? Did you stop and hear what, what was being said to you? I
3: was, I, was, I was hearing it. And, you know, a lot of what I was shown, I was shown that I was going to go through a lot of difficulties. I was going to go through a lot of persecution. There would be a lot of difficult times. Um, and then I was shown the cross, standing tall, and, um, there would be a lot of uh, people were setting fire to the cross, and I was putting the fire out and um and it was it was and it was like I said, it was kind of being shown to me in a way that my nine year old self could understand mm-hmm. and he told me that at a future date um there were, that he would return to me there was something he had me for me to do. And that, um, that I would, this would be the essence of what I would be doing, which is, um, putting out the fires which were raging against the cross, which represented the spirit,
0: the spirituality,
3: good. the good, Christ, everything that, you know, go, goes with it. And, um, and, um, it was so powerful. Um, and I, you know, it was just such a powerful thing. I, I was so dumbstruck because I was literally nine years old. And so, um, when I returned, um, I, you know, it's a lot
0: to take in, you know, for your little mind, you must've been just so (laughs) overwhelmed because when you have an experience like that and then you come back and then you feel all those sensations again now of being back in your body and you're going oh that's right the tangible reality that that still exists here and then you just are speechless for a little while i bet
3: yes and this was so one of the things that um I often tell people, because people will say, how do I know if I had an out-of-body experience or not? And it's like, if you have to ask, you didn't have one. <laughs> right.
0: No, exactly. you're going to know. There's no mistaking <laughs> it. You are going to know. And there is so much more to it than yeah. just going out of your body and maybe looking in your neighbor's backyard. There is oh, so yeah. much more to it than that. Oh, good oh, yes. night. There's yes. so much out there. And again, it it's one of my favorite things because – it's you it doesn't cost anything. you know what I said in my article was you know, you don't necessarily have to buy anything. Yes, there are books. Sure. Uh, but you can go out. There are lots of people out there and learn from many sources. And then of course you drop into our lives and well, everything on my website, you can just download it for free, but there is (laughs) so much out there to learn about this for free that people can find. If you just dig a little bit, I mean, Google is our friend and, and it's all out there and it doesn't cost anything to, to try doing it. And your experience, now I did not have a, an experience quite like that, but I was still very young and I was laying down to go to sleep and I used to listen to music to drift off to sleep when I was young. And I remember slowly, wait a minute, what is happening here? And I thought, well, this is really strange. What is this? Oh, I feel something is happening. Oh, just go with it. And I told my mind, just go with it. This is really weird. And I want to see what this leads to, you know, and suddenly I'm out and I did that. I went up and above the house and I'm looking around and I I thought, well, take a breath. And I was trying to take a breath out of my body. And it was the strangest (laughs) sensation because it felt like I was different. Pulling in <laughs> air, but from 360 degrees, you know. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. What is this? And then when I did that, I inhaled this great big, you know, breath and I went up, uh, f- so much further up and up and up and up. And then, uh, it was, I mean, very difficult to describe, but, um, then I, I started to secretly do this over and over and over and over again. And then into adulthood, I would occasionally meet a friend. And say, hey, I want to try something. I want to try this. I want to see if if we can do this. And I would try over and over again to find friends who I could have joined, you know, out-of-body experiences with to see what would happen if you did that. And wow. You you haven't really gotten to know your friends until you've traveled out-of-body with them.
3: Yeah, that's true because you know you do see the energetic reality yes. and experience the energetic reality about ourselves and about others and about reality around us as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, absolutely. And oh. and you know, when I finished when I finished having that experience, I tried to tell my mother, and she just she was so upset with me because she
0: thought I was lying to her. Oh no, it's going to sound <laughs> but, like a pretty wild story. And I'd imagine nine years old. You know, (laughs) you haven't written all of your books, you haven't studied this, so you're probably doing your best to explain it, and it just probably sounded kind of crazy.
3: Sure, probably did, yeah, but you know, at the age of um, 22 is when it returned to me, Okay, and that's um, that's when I started journaling the experiences, and and all the things that uh, are now part of the Out-of-Body Travel Foundation exist. You know, another thing I'd I'd like to throw out there, since you mentioned how these things just fell that are free now, I I just got to tell you this because you'll enjoy this. Um, You know, years ago when I founded the Out-of-Body Travel Foundation, I had this beautiful experience where the prophets, saints, mystics, sages, and ascetics from all around the world and all the world religions came to me and they told me this was when they told me they wanted everything to be available for free download and that was when it was kind of hard to do and i had to figure out how to make it happen because <laughs> it was you know when, when the internet was more new
0: mm, right and, so a little um, challenging i bet yeah
3: yes but it was uh it was such a beautiful experience cuz you know it was it was babaji paramahamsa yogananda and then you have the catholic saints and all the all these different uh beautiful uh, beautiful uh, beings from throughout time and those are the ones who just dropped in is what I would say is they're the ones who dropped in and made this free for everybody <laughs> so, you know.
0: wow and then okay so the really beautiful part then and I, and I I'm sorry I keep using that word over and over again there's not really a good synonym for it but <laughs> when you did that then what happened what was the feedback did you start to get people writing to you or Or, you know, after all the material is free, did you notice? Did you notice people utilizing this?
3: Oh, yeah. You know, um, it's continued, you know, since the beginning. It started in 2003. But back in 2003 when it all began, you know, we had a lot of people who still could not access much from anything but an Internet cafe or, um, you know, Places that were pretty far out, and it was um, really neat because there were people that could not access any kind of books, you know, um, in certain parts of the world, and that's still an issue with some, like people in certain countries, like Iran or other places, and we're able sometimes to provide them with, you know, certain sacred texts that they're looking for that they're not able to get, that we can, you know, like some of the things that they're very interested in would be like the, uh, uh, I'm trying to think if this is the right one, the Ia Ullum Udin, which is an Islamic text, but it's a mystical theology text
1: mm-hmm. thats
3: that they're allowed to read, you know, and uh, <laughs> but they have trouble finding it, and you can get it for them. Digitally, but a lot of people really, really enjoyed it because people in those countries might make a hundred bucks a year. Right. Back in the beginning, you know, we did not have Amazon printers or things like that on every continent. So printing and shipping uh, internationally was really, really expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: that's really helped because the shipping costs have really gotten much better in the last 15, 20 years. But um, in the beginning, it made such a difference because anybody could read, and it still makes a difference because we can have—you know—we have people in prison read our books. We've had a lot of, a lot of people who've had jailhouse conversions. We've had people f- from all over the place, Transylvania
0: of
3: all cool places all over the world. And so it's neat because it really reaches every corner,
0: you know. (laughs) Wow. So does your material, I mean, you're so good at, at explaining everything. So I would imagine, does your material make it easy for people to do this? Because some people have a little bit of difficulty doing this. Some people, it's an abstract concept. They just can't quite, like, what do you mean out of your body? Like, that's crazy that's a crazy idea how can you you can't do that so does your material make it easy for people to learn is it like a step-by-step explanation of how you do this because anybody listening to this right now that wants to try it they're like okay how do I do it do I push a button or do is there something (laughs) that I say or do I have to stand on my head like how how do I get this done
3: there's a, a real easy way to start out which is when you go to the website there's a button at the top called Out-of-Body Books, and that's where you can download all of our books for free. Start with the first book in the how-to set, which is Come to Wisdom's Door, and then the first book in the Mysteries of the Redemption series. So the Mysteries of the Redemption and Come to Wisdom's Door, start with those, because Come to Wisdom's Door is going to give you some basic things that you need to know before you start. And the mysteries of the redemption is going to get you going. One of the things about the mysteries of the redemption is that, um, when I wrote it, the spiritual teachers that helped me to write it told me that they were actually programming it with, um, ways to help people to, like, uh, spontaneously experience out of body travel. When they started reading it and what I've found over the years is that a lot of people do spontaneously just start having experiences and I think what the way it was kind of explained to me and I've seen it happen so now I kind of get it is that what happens is as people start going through it, it's almost like it just becomes possible to their spirit and as it becomes possible to their spirit. It, it just becomes probable and then it has, starts happening. It just, it's, 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 it is pretty simple for a lot of people. Some people it takes longer, some people it takes shorter, but we have a lot of people who report having spontaneous experiences when they start with those two books and then they continue through the series and they progress through their journeys and they go deeper and deeper we have you know we have a lot of people who've been with us 15 years 10 years and they stick around and they you know they go uh higher and higher and into higher and higher mystical realms and it's really it's really neat to um watch everyone do that and you know we share that people's journeys on the forums and stuff that we have so
0: oh that's uh, even cooler
3: yeah so- and we do have a course of study as well there's a, okay. a course of study on the site that's free for people to take which goes in depth on the actual course that I was taken through as it was taught to me by the spiritual beings as I was being instructed and so you can actually take it in the order and the way it was shown to me to do so, um, and it's all laid out there, and uh, everything is provided. It's all there for free. So
0: um, wow, God, how do you of- make a living then, giving all this away? <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you know, it's funny. I, um, you know, I always uh, always had other jobs that I used to support the foundation, and in the last ten years or so, I kind of stayed home more um and so but you know for for many many years i i would just work other jobs i worked for the catholic church for a long time and then i worked uh worked at a college taught some classes there in computer stuff and did uh-huh. some other things so you know i just tried to do other things to support the work Wow! You know?
0: wow god that is incredible just incredible i mean you are something um you know one of the most helpful things as far as instruction and and maybe helping folks understand who have never done this before or or something like that uh one you've probably know about him one of my favorite people on this earth is dr albert taylor Such a cool guy. And he used to work on the International Space Station. And then he had an experience and he decided to write his book, Soul Traveler. And it's not a very thick book. It's actually quite a thin, small book because it's very direct and it's very simple. Uh, And he talks all about out-of-body travel. He wanted to teach people, after his experience, how to have out-of-body travel and now this is an iss scientist nasa scientist and he quit that and went to this because he thought it was that important and um uh he said when it starts to happen just don't fear it and very and good
3: advice that good was advice.
0: one of the best things that that i ever heard about it because when it that when you start to vibrate and it's starting to happen. It can be kind of scary, you know, and you can think, what is happening to me? Am I falling? Am I rising? What is going on here? Uh And so, you know, don't fear it. It sounds so simple. But and if you can keep that in your mind when it's happening, it's hard to remember everything when it's starting to happen. Uh, but if I could tell anybody something, it would be that. Just don't That's be afraid good
3: yeah. That's really important advice because that is absolutely uh people would be surprised and they are surprised by it just because it is so startling. And one of the things that I try to direct people through in some of my books and also through the course is, you know, disciplining your mind so that you can try to control that when you next get hit with it, you know, so that you can stay in cuz any kind of startling, even like um uh, whether it's fear, whether it's startle, whether it's um you see a a deceased friend and you're just so excited. You're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You'll like flash right back. Yes.
0: Yes. You will. (laughs) You will. Oh yeah. There was a dog barking once and shroom all the way back in. And then it was so weird to hear the sound of the dog barking while I'm out and then shroom back in. And then I can, when I'm back in my body, I'm going like, okay, catch my breath. And I can still hear the dog barking. Now, but it sounded so different in this reality. Uh, and speaking of this reality, we got to take a break. But when we come back, you know, I'd like to bring the conversation all the way back around full circle. Because I think what we had started to talk about was, you know, we can change this reality through out-of-body travel. And I think you would be better able to explain that than, than I could. Uh, does that sound like pretty good to you?
3: Sure. Let's do it. Let's indeed.
0: We shall. We shall. And I think I found us the the perfect song (laughs) to do just that. Oh, Marilyn Hughes is with us tonight. And this is the first time I am having an opportunity to speak with her. And all I keep thinking throughout the conversation is why have I never spoken with her before? Amazing amazing discussion all night long, and I think productive and quite useful and even enjoyable. What a concept. I'm Heather Wade. We'll be right back. And do you want to learn maybe, I don't know, how to make the world a little bit of a better place? Believe it or not, you could do it through out-of-body travel. We'll be right back.
2: People. Oh, okay. We at Duluth Trading need to come up with a name for our jeans that have extra room in the crotch to accommodate a man's uh, business when he crouches. No bad ideas. Gibbons? Package protector. Too many peas. Nard yard. Too rhymy.
1: Loin layer.
2: Too haramy. Coin purse. Purse. Too redundant.
1: Love apple basket. Too fruity. Tater tots lodge.
2: That doesn't make any sense. Dangler den. I actually like that.
1: How about that? over.
2: I can't believe you just said that. Sorry.
1: Gooseberry surprise!
2: I don't even know what that means. I know. Prune room. Don't be ridiculous. Wait a minute. Something room. What about ballroom? Ballroom room jeans. Mitchell, finally some good has come from you always thinking with your trousers. Ballroom jeans from Duluth Trading. The hidden crotch gusset gives you more room so you can crouch. Without the ouch. Get yours at one place. DuluthTrading.com and in case you didn't get it the first time, On October 2nd at 6.45 a.m.,
3: mass murderer Horace Pinker was put to death.